0: Good afternoon. This is the weekly wrap for December 23rd. I apologize for the late delivery. Uh, spent the day yesterday trying to escape the frozen tundra of Minneapolis, Minnesota, trying to get back down to Dallas, and we were uh, successfully able to navigate that. So back in Dallas, uh, again, apologize for the delay. Uh, the markets have been trading, I think, the headlines are uh, centered around uh, Argentina, the drought that is now moving from the wheat crop that has been hammered, the corn crop that's been hammered, and now moving over to soybeans. So, a lot of the trade estimates are falling for soybeans. And um, you know, that progression, if it continues uh, over the next few weeks, will put the finishing touches on those crops pretty much permanently and and i i think it's what's helping create some positive chart action in all three of these crops Um, brazil continues to move forward with a good looking soybean crop Um, we believe that's mostly priced in they should start harvesting here in the next week or two in some of the northern areas Uh, the market the trade believes that eventually that'll put pressure on the soybean market it's possible but you know like last year it, it really didn't so we'll see how that plays out uh china continues to you know have solid purchases of uh and shipments of u.s soybeans Uh, so the soybean export program is very robust as are crush margins Uh, the export program is pretty slow for corn pretty poor but it is expected to ramp up pretty dramatically here either into late january early february as the eu is stepping in buying a bunch of u.s corn and brazil supplies are dwindling down quickly so The narrative that's controlled the wheat and the corn market over the last month in their sell-off has been poor exports, but both are expected to improve here uh, after the first of the year. Uh, We had horrible cotton sales. Uh, That was reflected in Thursday's uh, limit down trade in cotton. We did have a nice little rebound here, but cotton sales continue to be uh, pretty rough. New sales. Uh, as uh, the market is still coping with and and dealing with these large yarn inventories, keeping new purchases of cotton on the back burner. Uh, The Ukraine wheat acres continue to fall. They'll be down 40% year over year as the war continues to grind down um, their infrastructure on crops even for next year technically we had a good week for corn we were up 13 cents on the march contract closing at the ominous 666 number Um, we are fast approaching the 50 and the 100 day moving average which is at 669 we should get through that probably next week and then the real test will come at the 200 day moving average at 677 we'll see how the market responds there Uh, I think it's getting its cue from Wheat. Wheat did have a pretty good week. We were up 23 cents in Chicago, up 16 cents in Kansas City. um, While we're pretty far away from all the moving averages in Chicago, um, we're really not that far away in Kansas City wheat. We've talked and shown on the charts how Chicago has been disproportionately hammered by managed money versus Kansas City. Um, and so that's the result of them getting short uh, some 70,000 contracts of Chicago wheat. So that trend looks like it is reversing slowly here. We have probably have made a bottom in wheat and funds are going to start buying that position back beans were unchanged on the week but we are solidly above the 50 the 100 and the 200 day moving averages all coming in right around 1445 so we closed at 1483 technically this 1490 area as i've shown in the chart several times continues to act as pretty heavy resistance and and a breakout of that should propel us pretty quickly to that 1530 area where we're looking to advance that next round of sales so have your orders in because we could hit that, you know, next week quite possibly. Uh, cotton had a good week; it was up three and a half cents, even after that limit down move on Thursday. So technically, cotton looks like it's bottomed. Um, we are above the fifty-day moving average now, but we're still well below the hundred. Excuse me, we did test the hundred-day moving average at eighty-nine fifty-nine, but we pulled back pretty quickly um, after that. But we're waves away from the 200-day moving average, which is at 98.36. So we're, you know, some 13, 14 cents away from the 200-day moving average where I think the real fight begins. So we'll keep an eye on the cotton market, but no change in my view on that. From a macro perspective, we did have a big ice storm and snow and cold come across the United States. It's got the market a touch worried about freeze damage on wheat in the plains, but unfortunately it's something that we can't um, sort of monetize until the spring when we get uh, you know the, out of emergence. The Russia continues its heavy airstrikes on Ukraine cities and infrastructure. We saw a visit from the um, president of Ukraine to the United States where he visited the capital to ask for more aid, which he got. He got $45 billion dollars. Uh, out of the new $1.7 trillion spending bill uh, that helped us avoid a government shutdown. So more government spending and more money for Ukraine. Regardless of your political view on, you know, your aid, the view on aid to Ukraine, the point is is that the more money we give them, the more likely this war is to escalate. And I do believe that the market is far too complacent on this particular event. And if if Russia were to reassert itself uh, back with conventional armies back into Ukraine, you've got extreme upside on corn and wheat if that grain corridor shuts down. China continues to uh, reopen slowly. Uh, It is a process. Uh, We are hearing of some large spreads of the Omicron virus but China is squelching any data on that. Um, you know, it's, it's part of the process of herd immunity. A lot of the elderly are getting disproportionately affected by um, this virus. But they are, I think, sort of scrapped the idea that they can uh, isolate their way out of this problem or um, vaccinate their way out of this problem, a lesson that most of the world learned uh, a year, year and a half ago. So we'll have to keep an eye on that. But I I do think that China is looking for a grand reopening again around that Chinese New Year toward the end of January. Uh, Inflation, signs of inflation in the United States continue to roll over slowly but surely and it ought to even uh, slow down or even halt the Fed rate hikes early next year. The important component of that is that it should continue to put pressure on the U.S. dollar to the downside as money flows uh, continue to exit an overly long position in the U.S. dollar and regulate maybe back toward other currencies that are starting to raise their rates. Japan and the EU have slowly been raising their rates. Uh, crude oil remains in a structural deficit globally, and is likely headed much higher uh, this next year. So please take advantage of these cheaper gas and diesel prices. Keep uh, all your storage uh, topped off and full. If if you're asking me for a specific time frame to get coverage, I would do it through the first half of 2023. Uh, after 20 after the first half of the year, things get a little murky uh, with the possible recession. Uh, but we'll keep an eye on that but it, it make sure you do your best to extend coverage as best you can for the next six months so adding all of uh, all of this uh, detail together my view on the markets again still has not changed Still looking for a technical breakout in these beans to get to that fifteen thirty area where we can advance our sales for, you know, this next year uh, and get pretty well cleaned up uh, on that. And then even advance sales uh, into next year, you know, get that first 20-25% on the books. For corn, uh, it has been taken down by the wheat market. Again, we're seeing signs of life in wheat, so I would expect wheat to reassert itself back above that 200-day moving average, and then we can see what happens from there, Uh, see if we can't get a run then back a lot closer to $7 on wheat uh, and, and you know we'll, we'll assess whether we we are going to hold out for seven that, that chart gap up at seven twenty seven thirty or if we're going to go ahead and sell a little a bit around seven dollars. But I'll keep you updated on that. Wheat market again horrendously undervalued, especially with the geopolitical risk. So obviously I have no interest in selling any wheat here. And for cotton, we did see uh, again uh, a breakout uh, above resistance areas, which was good to see. And I think eventual progression toward that dollar mark is still very much in the cards and should play out here in January or February before the March expiration. So we should have a chance to get advance our sales on cotton and, and get, uh, you know, get people caught up. I don't want to get 100% sold there because I do think there is some balance sheet issues that will play out in the second half of the year, getting us through a dollar. And we'll have to see technically where that will take us from there. So that's the update. Have a wonderful uh, Christmas. I appreciate you all and your business very much. Wish you the best. These are my opinions and not those of ADM or ADMIS. Take care.